Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. What is going on in the West Bank and what is the West Bank doing to provoke Israel? So far, let's go through the numbers, 21,110 people have been killed in Gaza, 55,500 people injured. The death toll from Hamas attacks on Israel stands at 1,139. Horrific numbers. Roland Henwood is a political scientist and commentator based at the University of Pretoria. Uh, Roland, thank you very much for joining us. It seems as if this war is now moving beyond Gaza and going up north of Israel. What's happening? I think that's been a danger of escalation since the war actually started. And, and there are two dimensions. The first is the movement to the West Bank, and the second is a northern front that will basically involve um, Lebanon or forces in Lebanon engaging in the war. And that is something that would not be in the best interest of Israel, especially because it would divide its attention, it would divide its forces, and would make it much more f- complex for it. Okay, let's start at the beginning. There, there are reports, Palestinian National Initiative say that the Israel are trying to reoccupy the West Bank like they are trying to reoccupy Gaza. Yes, that's one of the interpretations. Um, difficult to say from here what exactly is um, happening. Um, but we know that this is not a new um, dimension. We've seen raids in the West Bank since the war, since soon after the war started, which of course is also not an indication because it's always been happening. So difficult to say that this is a a new dimension aimed at occupying the West Bank. I think that's one interpretation. The other interpretation that this is ongoing security operations um, and it's happened before the war started. And these operations are aimed at protecting Israeli interests. Um, It may be also seen at this stage as trying to prevent an escalation of a full-scale war also in the West Bank. Yeah, it's it's not all one-sided. Hezbollah are launching attacks on Israel. Yes, they are launching attacks. And what we've seen in the last raid last night was Israel saying that um, this, these are operations aimed at preventing the financing of operations from the West Bank. Okay, so, so talk us through this. Um, is, is Jordan and Syria involved in this as well, or is it really just coming from Lebanon? No, what we've seen at this stage is threats, but the the actual firing of um, missiles comes from Lebanon itself. And this comes from um, allies of um, Hamas, uh, mostly Hezbollah um, movement. But um, the threat of that is, of course, an escalation of the war and opening a second front. And that would then probably run the risk of in, in of greater involvement from other regional mm. forces in the conflict. We um, know there's already direct involvement from Iran in terms of military support. Yeah, and Hezbollah is a terrorist organization, Western states, Israel, Gulf Arab countries, and the Arab League as well. So do you see this expanding, or is, the, is this just saber-rattling at the moment? I think at the moment it's more a threat than a reality, mm-hmm. but the danger is always there. And the more the pressure increases in the south, the probably the bigger the potential of this happening. Um, also, we've seen that there have been more raids on shipping, and, and that has already um, increased the scale of the conflict and has a much bigger impact way beyond what is happening on the ground only. So, so there's a real risk of this still happening.
Where are his Hezbollah based? Mostly in the southern Lebanon, um, but they're very closely al- aligned to what is happening in Gaza, especially. Right. Okay, yeah. So talk us through how could Israel handle the two fronts? Well, they could handle the two fronts militarily, but that seems to be, at this stage, the least preferred option yeah. for reasons I've mentioned. Um, at this stage, one, what one sees is a diplomatic effort, political pressure being brought to bear on regional role players not to allow this, not to engage, and not to allow the war to escalate beyond what is already happening. So you're likely to continue seeing the, the, the attacks that we've seen, but not crossing of borders mm. and not a, a full um, attack from either side at this stage. Uh, I, I see the chief of the general staff, Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant General Herzi Halevi, saying that a stopwatch for diplomatic solution is running out. It, it, is there, it, it seems as if people are trying to do something, but always not enough trying to be done. Yeah, that, that may be um, political slash military talk in the sense that you're upping the pressure if you say that. Mm. And you're upping the pressure on also not only your enemies, but also on those who are actually supporting you, trying to get things to move quicker. Um, but it's always good in from a military strategic perspective, at least, to put pressure on your opponents, to put pressure on everyone involved and see if you can get more out of what is happening. Mm. Uh, also, there's a quote saying that uh, Netanyahu knows very well if he leaves his position as prime minister, he'll go to jail. He wants to extend the war in Gaza, to expand it, to continue it for as long as possible. Do you, do you buy into that? I'm not sure if he would want to extend the war as far as possible, but it's very clear that, um, and we knew this before the war started, that he, he had political difficulties, he had legal difficulties. Um, he has is the leader of a minority government and a, a very right-wing government at that. So yes, politically he's been in trouble. I'm not sure that the war is, the, is, is that he caused the war because of that, as some would say, um, not if one looks at the scale of this and the cost of this war. On the other hand, um, even the fact that the war is happening and the way in which it's happening may in the end cost him dearly. Mm. So I think as a political leader, he is under pressure and he will be under pressure whatever happens. Uh, what is the latest when it comes to talks and peace? Um, very quiet at this stage. Um, it seems that the, 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 the talks that have tried to get a resolution to the uh, people who have been abducted has hit the brick wall. There's not much happening. But Israel has launched, um, not Israel, Egypt has launched a new initiative, making proposals to both Hamas and the Israelis. And they're waiting to, for feedback before they release any details on that. It seems very difficult for uh, the Palestinians to, to look for peace now. The, the, the country's barely there at the moment. Yes, it is difficult. Uh, and the, and that's one of the issues, of course, is what something that's not talked about a lot is um, the divide between the political leadership and the people mm. and, and the consequences of what political leaders have been doing to the, 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 to the normal people um, living in those areas. And that is something that would probably get much more attention later. But the cost is massive in terms of what has happened so far. Yeah, you mentioned Netanyahu's minority government. And uh, the and uh, 20, what is it, by my accounts, 23, just short of 23,000 people killed in what, in, in three months. It's, it's horrific yes. what is going on there. And it seems like no end in sight. 
Yes, and then also add to that the 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 destruction of infrastructure, yes. the wholesale destruction. I mean, you have to rebuild cities from scratch after this war. Um, we haven't really seen that in recent memory. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, just quickly, there, there's the, the issue in the Red Sea. We saw shipping uh, heading south instead of going through the Suez Canal. Has that started to clear up? I saw one sh- uh, carrier decided they will go through the Suez Canal now. Yeah, there's mixed messages. There are others that say it's still too dangerous. They're not going to do that. So I think some may be testing the waters. Mm-hmm. Um, there may be risks to that um, in, in that it opens up another opportunity to launch some actions. But one would have to wait and see. Yeah, lots of waiting and seeing. Roland Henwood, thank you very much. Political scientist and commentator based at the University of Pretoria.